welcome or welcome back to the Not About Us podcast. I'm your host, Nay. I'm your host, Tay. And we are so glad that you came back to join us for this week's topic. We are going to be talking about, as you can see by the title, shacking up but following Christ. <laughs> Sounds like a taboo, huh? It does. <laughs> At least that's what you know. a lot of people make it seem like. Mm-hmm. Um, but without further ado, let's get into this topic of shacking up all right so let me just ask you like obviously now they know the topic like what would you say is like the thought that comes into your mind when you first hear um first of all it just sounds like shacking up like i don't don't know like the term itself is just annoying Mm. it's kind of like such a bad negative connotation with it why can't we just say living together like, mm-hmm. while we got to say shacking up, we always got to turn something and make it seem so bad. But, you know, when I was a kid, I don't know, like, we, I always thought people lived together when they were together and stuff like that. And that was normal. Mm-hmm. But, like, in our culture and stuff, because I'm Haitian, and um, that'll be the last time I say that. If you don't know it by now, sorry. <laughs> but I'm Haitian, and I don't, I believe that, like, my aunt's. Only one of my aunt was married, mm-hmm. Tati Carlene, love you, but she's she was married, and I believe she lived with her man. I'm not sure about my other aunts as far as, like, them living with whom they were with. I know my mom wasn't married, and she was living with um, whom she was with, mm-hmm. and then, you know, later on down the road, they did end up getting married and stuff like that. So, shacking up, it just, I didn't really see anything wrong with it, yeah. necessarily. What about you as a kid? I would say, as a kid, I would say that, honestly, I never have no really thoughts about it. Because um, for me, like, my parents, they actually lived together before they got married. They was about our same age, just pretty close to it, if yeah. not our age. So, I mean, for them, they moved from Maryland to North Carolina, and they lived together. Um, so, I guess for me, it's like, I see that even if you shack up, it doesn't, like, ruin your relationship or ruin, like, your marriage or take the purity out of what a good marriage could be. You right. know what I mean? So I guess for me, it's just like, hey, if you decide to live together, then live together. But I also say like for me, in another sense was, I never thought I'd be in a relationship, you know, in this time period that no, I'm in real. now. <laughs> so like, I never really thought about living with somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I guess you could just really say like, when I was little, I just never really thought of the idea. But I will say like, you know, looking at movies and stuff like that. Yeah, you see a lot of people living with each other. Yeah, living with each other. The movies definitely portrayed that like living with each other was fine. Yeah, and, you know, you thought if you lived with each other, the woman, you know, they had the gender roles. The yep. woman cooks and the man goes to work, mm-hmm. and then you know they would ha- end up having sex and all that stuff. Like that's what society mm-hmm. led us to believe Thanks. as kids. But um, oh clear transparency moment we live together mm-hmm. letting you guys know we are not shacking up but you know if you do want to say we're shacking up then fine that's your that's your deal but we do live together mm-hmm. no we're not married like i said we are still in our um what do you call it because i don't call it dating mm-hmm. you know how i feel about that word yeah. dating it's weird <laughs> that's another one for her <laughs> we're we're in a committed relationship yep um, transporting to marriage. But don't get it confused. No, this ain't no open relationship. No, this ain't no, no new age type exclusive, deal. <laughs> exclusive. We are together. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows we're together. And um, I just don't call it dating because I just I just think dating is a series of events, yeah. in my opinion. 
But moving on, we lived together. Yep. And I remember bringing the... Let's just talk about like why we moved in together. I think a lot of people... I think I don't think anybody really knows why we moved together yeah. except for our parents. Yeah. And also, we didn't live together because we had babies. <laughs> no, we don't have no kids. There's no ring on my finger. No dogs. No nothing. Like <laughs> just two people. I think for me, like we, it was never like a oh my gosh, we're moving in together. Like I have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I don't even call him my boyfriend. Like you will never really hear me say that much. But for you guys, for argument's sake purposes. It was never an, an excitement to move in together because I was just like, I know what we have to do. Like, yep. this is what we have to do to be better, to just live better and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was definitely a business move versus a lovey-dovey romantic, I need to be with you at all times move. So you're trying to use me? Yeah. You're trying to use me? Yeah. She trying to finesse me, guys. You were using me. I was using you. Yeah, I mean, that's honest. Yeah. I mean, you use people. Yeah, you do use each other. Yeah, like, let's not sit here and act like that's (laughs) not a thing. (laughs) No, yeah, of course. Um, What about for you? Like, were you like, oh my gosh, we're living together? No. um, Honestly, I was actually a little nervous in a sense. (laughs) Because honestly, the only thing made me nervous was like, man, what if she kicked me out? That's the only thing that I thought about. But I would say in the same thing, like you said, it was more of a straight business move. Yeah. Because at that time in my life, I was like, all right, I'm 22. I just graduated or about to graduate. And I was like, I need to show to myself, but also like to my parents, like, hey, I'm a grown man now. Yeah. I don't need mom and daddy money no more. Yeah. Like I want to fend for myself on my own and show my parents that I'm maturing versus them thinking they always have to look out for me. Um. So at that at that time, I was like, hey. Well, my rent's going up. My lease is ending. You just resigned your yeah, lease. Yeah, I just resigned my lease. You know what I mean? And we'll get into that. And, you know, I wanted to make pretty good money and still be to save and do all this other stuff. So I was just like, hey, why not? And I think the other people, or the, not other people, but the other thing we need to talk about too is like most times when two people are together, at one time in your life, I'm not saying for everybody, but majority of people that I know, they have always at least spent the night over to that person's house before. Yeah. Or you stay there all day naturally. No, for real. So then you're just playing for two places, and that's where, where me and you kind of got to. Was like, yeah, and that's what we were doing. Like, um, essentially, I like you guys know, like, in the last episode, I explained that we had gotten into a car accident coming back from our spring break trip. So my car was totaled. I didn't have a vehicle. We were mm-hmm. using his vehicle. Shout out Cheyenne. Hey. Um, Road Cheyenne dog. is his car. Road dog. But um, I was using his car. He was taking me places where I needed to go. And time-wise, we lived about eight minutes from each other. Yeah. Now that's On eight, a good day. Okay. I was just about to say, <laughs> that's eight minutes on a summer day. On a, on a real good day, green lights all the way through. No, no breaks. You hear me? But on the days that it's cold and you got to let the car heat up. 15 minutes. Shovel the car. 10 minutes. And if he parks on the side of the street when they clean it. Now it's taking two hours because you got to unshovel him out from that. Like, it was a lot going on. And I was just like, okay, we need to um, reevaluate this living situation because Mm. it's not going to work. Oh, you forgot to add the last third part. The last part is Cheyenne barely got any heat. Cheyenne don't have no (laughs) heat, okay? She might work in the beginning of the winter. I'm talking about good September, October, November months. But for the rest of the winter, when you really need some heat. Negative 30, 40, Cheyenne not working. Mm -hmm. Like. Um, no, she's just not working. So 
that was our biggest thing. Like we were like, okay, so we're paying for two places, but not even using both places. That's a waste of money. Yeah. And then also you don't have a car. So it just ended up being, we're just going to move into my spot Mm -hmm. because your, your rent was going up. My rent was staying about the same. Um, and then my place was closer to his job and my school yep. in a parking lot. In a parking lot. Her parking lot. They be going we, OD crazy. We have a real parking lot here. They shovel. They clean. I don't got to do no hard labor because, nice. you know, your girl got to keep her nails together. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I just was not interested in shoveling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was like, that was our reasons as far as moving in together. Now, I think the biggest thing that people think when you move in and this goes in reflection of our faith, like, um, you guys moved in together. Aren't you saying, you know, you're following Christ and stuff like that? We still are following Christ. And yep. that's why the title, the title of this episode is shacking up, but following Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're shacking up living together, but we're still following Christ. Um, a lot of people might think, oh, y'all are having sex. Yep. I don't know how many times people have said, there's no way you guys aren't having sex. Yeah. Multiple people have always said this. There's yeah. no way. Like, how are you doing it? Even my own dad was like, well, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's my own father. So yeah. I think it's just a testament of like, what my we're mama doing. kept saying it. She was like, y'all having sex. And yeah. I always tell my mama, I said, now listen, Miss Martine, you don't whoop to me my whole life for mm. telling the truth. You think I'm going to waste those whoopings? No, absolutely not. Like, I don't got to lie to you. So. To be honest with you, no, we're not having sex. Mm. I ain't got a lot of kick it. We're not going to sit up here and lie to you guys on this podcast at all because it'll be a waste of your time and a waste of our time. Thanks. And y'all not going to whoop me, so it don't <laughs> So his parents was, uh, like, what your parents feel about us moving in together to begin with? I would say my mom, she's really, like, I'll say more of a strong no. My mom, I would say my mom doesn't really just tell me, like, straight no. Like, she tells me no, but she also be like, these are the reason why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, she but, definitely does. Yeah, but I would say, like, she told me no. My dad's just like, hey, boy, do what you want to do. You ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? So I would say my mom was on the no stance. But I think at the end of the day, she understood about what we were trying to do and why we're doing it. Because at the same time, before we moved in, my mom actually had a chance to, to meet you. Yeah. So she knew what you was about. And yeah. you talked to my mama multiple times. So she yeah. just know, like... You're not some person trying to just like move in and like ride coattails. You know, I had right. no coattails to ride at the time. Right, Neither one of us did, but <laughs> we but, was really just you know two kids out here just trying to make it yeah. and doing what we knew best mm-hmm. or with the resources that we had because wasn't nobody handing out no help like yeah. and even if there was, it's not to say that we wouldn't take it, but it's to say that we was ready to start walking on our own because let me let y'all know something, it wasn't even. A month into the relationship, and Delante's calling his parents. More too. like two days, y'all. Yeah, like maybe I, like five, maybe maybe. I want to say a, maybe a week. Yeah, I'll say ten. Like make it. it sound good. Ten days. I'm not trying to make it sound good. It was probably <laughs> a week into it, um, and he's calling his parents, talking about some. Oh, uh, what do y'all think if we went to the courthouse to go get married? And woohoo! Like <laughs> that was a whole showdown. Like yeah. it was a. Um, hello? Like, did that really just come out your mouth type, yeah. you know, response or whatever? Which is good. Like, I was happy that they kind of, like, did that. Because yeah. the flip side of that, the people who were saying, 
to get married. And I'll be honest, like the church was definitely rushing us to get mm-hmm. married just to live with each other. Mm-hmm. And I was confused because I was just like, um, I don't want to be in that 50% divorce rate. Facts, yeah. At all. Yeah. And I, I think too, like, even though like uh, we can we can basically say like the church had to push for us just to straight get married. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely say like my dad actually had a serious talk with me. It was like, you need to think about this, this, and this, and what things was the that things he was telling you to think. He about? was like talking about like an instant. So like, say something happened to you. Yeah. Like now I got to take on that full load. Yeah. And like how if I can't even take care of myself. Yeah. How can I take care of you? You know what I mean? Like I can't even pay for my own rent. So now we talking about paying for our own rent, trying to take care of you. He's also Insurance. insurances. Um, cause they was going to let you go. Yeah. Cause basically my dad said, Hey, when you marry, like you as so well. So anything right. that, you know, my parents been had, it was just like, that's out the window. Mm-hmm. So I would just say that in terms of that, it was like, man, what I thought I knew and what I thought I was thinking wasn't really a, me not thinking that. at all. It was just more like, not even a thought. It was just right, like, you was I'm going to do it off, just because. Exactly. Off of people's opinions yeah. or like suggestions versus looking back at like kind of like my dad he gave me like the full run around like you can do it but make sure you think about these things right exactly you know what I mean? and so at that point we had had to go on a prayer and mm-hmm. like ask like god like what is it that you actually want to do because like your girl is struggling i don't know how to get to and fro because i don't have a vehicle mm-hmm. and i mean how am i supposed to get to work to make the money to get nice. a vehicle if i don't have a vehicle and then two he was trying to step up and be a man. I think that, you know, that conversation definitely put your mind on like, all right, it's time to really step up to the plate and be who I'm called to be. Um, especially if I'm actually trying to pursue, you know, this fine little piece of thing right here. Tell them baby. (laughs) (laughs) And be, you know, her man. And, And that was a big thing. Like seeing that, I was like, okay, like he's not playing. Like I know a lot of guys probably just be like, no, you know, it is what it is. I'm mm-hmm. going to just go back to mommy and daddy dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is not terrible, but it's just not something I'm into at all. So, yeah, I, I believe the, you know, the church was definitely trying to push the agenda of get married if you guys are going to live with each other instead of give getting help to us. Yeah, like, let me help you. Like, giving resources. Yeah. It wasn't like a, um, I know this person or here's this or how can we help. It was more like, Get married or no counseling. Yeah, like and and I do need to disclose we were doing premarital counseling, mm-hmm. um, and I remember you know during the premarital counseling you know it was asked like you know are you guys living together and we ain't got a lie we was like you know yeah. we're thinking about it and we weren't living together at the okay, time yeah, technically no and then the another meeting it was like yes mm-hmm. and we said yes and then it was like well we can't further on and I was just like <laughs> okay right. like yeah. then that's just a sign we're not supposed to be here at this given moment in time. But which was backwards to me because I was kind of like, mm. my philosophy is this. The church can say that we're not going to counsel you two if you are living together because, in my opinion, I'm thinking it's sex before marriage. Yep. But you could be counseling two people who don't live together and still engaging in sex premarital relations. sex. Or... Even as they don't live together, they still, like I said, sleep over no, every yeah, night. Exactly. You know what I mean? Basically, living together versus just me and you just deciding, hey, we're going to get rid of our apartments and just right. live in the one apartment. That's the only thing that made a difference. Because I'm just like, I'm just so confused. Because if you're saying living together, that's saying you're living in a building together. Mm-hmm. Um, two bodies are in a building, sharing a space. That's what living together is. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And 
if we want to be real technical, if you if we live in the same apartment building, technically you live in together. you living together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and people are gonna be like, no, that's not the same. That yes, it is because you're in you one fit, roof. You under one roof. Um, y'all see each other in the hallway passing. You sharing your laundry mat with that person. Like, yeah. let's just be real technical. So I I just was always so confused about the whole like living together, um, phenomenon. And they were always like, you know, society says that live together because of finances and this. And it's like, yes, like we're downing society, but we're not even finding ways to help the people of the church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can we say something about society? Society's giving us a way out. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. And that's not, we're not saying that that's what we're taking, but I'm just saying that, you know, the church is definitely going to say, um, and maybe it's not all churches. Let's just clear that up. Yeah. It's just the church that we went to saying that, you know, we don't want you guys living together, this and this and that. You gonna have to foot the bill. Yeah. And then they all say, run you with that. Shun the very appearance of evil. And I'll just be saying. How you going to, what is it? How you going to keep your witness or what's, what's How do you word? remain your witness? Oh, how do you yeah. remain your witness? And not in the, in the one about shun the very appearance of evil. I just keep thinking to myself, like. Jesus was doing all types of good, and they still thought he was doing bad. So mm-hmm. hey, it's was, not giving what it's supposed to have. Yeah, because yeah, even he was hanging with people he wasn't supposed to be hanging no, with. No, for real. In places he wasn't supposed to be. Right, right. You know what I mean? And so, so we had to learn for ourselves that it was more like they were putting their experiences because they couldn't do it on us. Mm. And I was like, okay, so I'm up for a challenge now. Like, now you testing my gangster. Because... Mm-hmm. One thing about it and two things for certain. If I make a vow to God that I'm not having no types of sex before marriage, I'm not having no types of sex before marriage. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that's going to make me want to do that. And then it's a disrespect to you. It's a disrespect to me and a disrespect to God. Yeah, because there's also time about Despite scriptures. what they want to say. Yeah, scriptures in the Bible say, like, you know, if you make a promise to God, like, you bet, basically, you better, you better keep, keep it. it. Obviously, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but that's basically what it says. And then... Also with that too, you want to get into like, even though me and you, you know, decided to live together, like we probably prayed for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like praying together. Lord, let me and Janae live together. It's like, all right, you go do your own thing. Yeah. I'm going to go do my thing. For real. And then on this date, we're going to come fasted. back. Fasted. Yeah, fasted, all that. And we're going to come back and we're going to give each other a yes or no what answer. What we feel, yeah. And, even and if, we have to respect it. Yeah, and even if we both chose, one of us said, yes, I can live with you. The other one said, no. We still was like, hey, we'll still respect whatever answer we get from right. one another. exactly. And if it was one, it needed to be unanimous. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, it had to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't live with the person without it being unanimous. Mm-hmm. So, that you was... can, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work, exactly. Yeah. And we had to be on the same page. We knew that from jump. So, I'm gonna be honest. Was it hard in the beginning and we're a year in, about almost a year in, live, living with each other. Yeah. Um, February will make it a year. It was hard in the beginning because it was just like you had to switch to learning how that person lived. Oh, man. Yes. That was one thing. Don't say, oh, man, like, you know, <laughs> I was terrible. It was you. No, I ain't saying that. I'm just oh, saying okay, it's just a difference. I'm just like, the way you just, oh, man, like that. Wait a minute. So it was switching to each other's custom. And then also, you know, when you're attracted to that person, of course, temptation's going to be there. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to sit up here and act like, 
Oh, we were the most perfect angels living it. No. We don't have no sexual hormones. No, like we don't yes, have we do. eyes. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell you. So that was definitely um a challenge for us. But I think what we over how we overcame that challenge was through effective communication mm-hmm. and letting each other know, like, hey, um, this is not gonna work for me. Yeah. And um this triggers this about me, so we're gonna need to dial that back. Mm-hmm. We also use sticky notes. Like, let me tell y'all, mm-hmm. sticky notes. I had a we had a whiteboard. Yeah, I was about to say I wonder if there's any in here, but no, no. I, I took them all down actually. Uh, um I was like, Okay, that season's over. But we did have sticky notes posted up everywhere and it was just like, Okay, reminder, you mm-hmm. need this. Like when you walk through that door, I don't care how you feeling, you need to go ahead and look at this little prayer. Cause if you have Jesus on your mind, Nothing else is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hope. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> and I also say, too, like, with that is, I think what makes our living situation the best is, honestly, when we're in constant prayer, constant relationship, mm-hmm. like, with Christ. Because when we're not, that's when it gets rocky. Yeah. But when we are, I feel like that's when we're, like, that's when everything is just going. And we're, not, and we're not up, no down. We're just chilling. I agree. Like, when we go back to our foundation of, like, how we even got to being with each other in the first mm-hmm. place um, and revisiting that, that does help us a lot because when we're not doing any of that stuff. And get rocky. Rocky. I'm thinking ditch dead end. <laughs> um, pick up the pieces. Not saying like anything bad, but yeah. it's like you want to do things that you know that you shouldn't. Like it's kind of like falling back into your old self, mm-hmm. which is when you're trying to pull yourself out of, and, you know, you're asking God, deliver me from this, deliver me from that. It, it'd be hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we just had to be honest with ourselves, too. And that was a big thing. Like, that mm-hmm. was scary because I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't want to say nothing. I'm just hoping he feels the same way. Mm-hmm. But for a while, I always felt like when you weren't, like, when you wouldn't show any sense of affection towards yeah. me, I would always feel like, okay, does he think I'm ugly? Or, like... Does he not want to be with me? Does he want somebody else? Like, what's going on? Like, I had all these questions running through my mind. When I tell you, as my good friend Charity would say, the devil thought he had me. (laughs) No, for real. Like, those minds will really play games on you and make you be thinking, like, all these things. And then now you want to test some waters. Yeah. Or, like, or in the same sense as, like, you know, in that situation of, like, communication. Like, sometimes I wouldn't communicate you how I felt yep. because I was scared of how she would feel about what I just said like in the sense of like, like hey yo babe like I'm really trying to do something right now Yeah, you know what I mean I want her to be like oh he a little freak or he a little this or that or he a little you know what I mean just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want you to feel like uncomfortable with me being in yeah. your space because like for you and me like we never lived with nobody before us right, right so you right. know I don't want it to be like man let me say this and then I don't know how it's gonna turn so I would just be quiet this sit like this and Janae be like what's, what's wrong, wrong with you, you? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah I definitely say like that open line of communication and I would say in terms of our shacking up I think the best part of it is that we had communication you know what I mean and then we also had wise counsel yes um we had people keeping us accountable mm-hmm. and the people that we trusted the most like it was no secret that we were living together in yeah. fact we're so we're private that people really thought we weren't living in this town still. Facts. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we in Florida. 
We, we everywhere, but in, in, in North we Dakota. in Texas. No, we real. all over y'all. We global. Okay, <laughs> but the biggest wise counsel, and I commend them, and I appreciate them, and we call them almost every single day. It's his parents. Like yeah. we talk to them on a daily. Yeah. And anytime that there is an issue or a question or a topic of discussion, like those are the people that we go to. And mm. his mom and his dad, like they're some really wise souls. We can sit up there and have a conversation for so long, yeah. and I can see their perspective. I'm like, dang, like that makes sense. And they work really good, in my yeah. opinion, as a couple. I mm-hmm. think, I think so. And they don't choose sides. No, like they're one... so unbiased. Like yeah. who you know. And I'm a okay, mama's so boy. So he's a mama's boy. Yeah, let me tell you. He is a straight up mama's <laughs> boy. And when there was a situation between us, she would be like, "Delonte, you're wrong." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh," because I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. She did not take his side. Mm-hmm. She's unbiased. She's strictly right or wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, okay, like, you know, maybe you can stick around a little longer because <laughs> I love your mother. Like, <laughs> it's your mom. I'm here for it. No, honestly, y'all. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. No, for real. Uh, so um, that was super nice to have two people who are able to pour into us. Mm-hmm. As, you know, we're stepping in through this journey. We don't know left from right. We're yeah. just doing what... We're either taught what we see or what we think is best. Mm -hmm. Because I would say, like, kind of going back to the church situation was, like, I felt like it was more judgment versus wisdom. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's two different ways of, like, telling somebody information. And it wasn't no help to me. It it was kind of like, and I will constantly say this, and maybe this will be in another episode. I believe as Christ followers, we're supposed to do four th- um, three things. Okay, and the speak. fourth one, oh, that is eight huh? <laughs> with my hands. Okay. <laughs> I believe we're supposed to do, we're supposed to connect, All right. communicate, mm-hmm. correct. When okay. I say correct, it's like, you know, you let them know like what is the proper way of doing something. Mm-hmm. If they ask you for that advice, though, okay. like you don't just give that unsolicited. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit job is to convict. Facts. We're not supposed to be convicting people. And that's why I never felt that conviction. Because I was just like, conviction or condemning people. Mm-hmm. That's not our job. Facts, not So at all. we're just supposed to connect, communicate, and correct. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see you doing something, like you stealing and stuff. Hey, man, you know, that's, some, that's not something you're supposed to be doing. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But let me connect with you first just so I can see where I can help you. Like, there's yeah. a root of the problem. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always say that, and I always use that as my way of, like, um, when I speak to people and Gosh. stuff like that. Because I'm not going to sit up here and judge you. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We're all in this life trying to make it. Yeah. But if I can change your life in the split of a second by just communicating with you mm-hmm. effectively and not judging you, I, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I just wish people more would have asked us like, so like, why do you guys want to live together versus? Oh no, you shouldn't live together. Oh, don't do that. How, was, you know was, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wish they'd be like. You know, so, I feel like they were con- yeah, like casting like us asking out. like really like hey so like what's like tell me on your point of view like why do you guys want to live together right. or why do you guys feel like it's a good idea for you guys or you know like have you guys been in prayer about it or how did this conversation come up? You right. know what I mean? Because also like you say like even in like the root of the Bible if you want to go with the Ten Commandments. There's not one I can think of that says, condemn your neighbor. You know, it says, love your neighbor. You know what I mean? So, yes, it's like, so yes, like even yes. if I even if I went and looked at the Old Testament, which started everything, you know what I mean? It's just like, hmm. And we're definitely bringing up the Bible. Yeah, not in the sense like, of like, 
we're, we're, we're just bringing that up because it's like, that's how it was brought up to us. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they were trying to say to us. And I was just like, okay, I don't. I don't see anywhere in there about living together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you spinning it to make it seem what you was going through. Because Just say that. You know what I'm saying? And I also don't see anything in there about engagement. Or dating. Or or dating. That's why you I'm saying, I mean? like, you know, that's why we're here because you don't see that. Mm-hmm. And like I said in the first episode, we don't use a Bible as a checkoff list. Yeah. First of all, that's impossible. Or a loaded pistol. Or a loaded pistol. I'm not finishing <laughs> you know these because I'm not. I'm not doing that. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. And if you don't do it in love, you're really just not doing it at all. You're not. Do, you shouldn't even be doing anything. Mm-hmm. But we use it as a reference guide, as a resource, as a tool to move through this life. You know what I'm saying? So, as something that we do live by. Facts. But not a checkoff list. Yeah. It's not a checkoff list. Mm-hmm. So I definitely do believe that, like. I felt like people were trying to condemn me. And thank God, thank God Almighty, the way I was raised, I was confident with my decision. So it wasn't nothing that Becky Sue um, and Annie Lou could say to me (laughs) about my decision. Because at the end of the day, you don't have to live with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something that sometimes you just got to let people be where they are. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And you can give me your advice, even though I didn't ask for it. And I'm gonna just be like, okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with you because I, I I don't have the time for that. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you're gonna hear me say a lot in this podcast. I don't have the time because I don't. <laughs> I just really don't. All right. So let me ask you too, in like in that whole sense of all that, when it comes to like what your friends would say to you, like have you ever had a conversation with your friends about like us living together, or have you asked them, hey, what do you guys think about living in? You know, I don't have no friends though. Like, why would you bring that up? Okay, like, your girls or... But I didn't even have girls back then at the time. I'm talking about, like, now, though. Like, oh. have you guys, like, brought it up now? Cause I... Oh, okay. I was just about to say, I feel like you're trying to get me. No, um, back then at the time, um, my best friend, B, I mean, she's, you know, we... I don't really think we spoke about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. She's always been um, respectable of my decisions because at the end of the day, she, you know, she says, you know, if you feel... If that's your decision, then I support you. So that was back then. Now with the girls that I do hang out with, um, I would say we've had these conversations countless of times and mm-hmm. they are supportive. They're like, wow, like we commend you. Like I know I wouldn't be able to do it, yeah. but the fact that you're doing it, like that's wild. Like that's big ups to you. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that in the beginning that people folks was making it seem like, that it was just this big taboo, but really we kind of changed in the game. Yeah. Let's and be I, honest. And I'll say more so in a sense, like I would say probably the older generation was probably more strong about it. Cause yeah. I feel like that's more tradition for them. Yeah. Versus like biblical. And that's a big thing to talk about too. Like not blurring the lines of biblical and traditional mm-hmm. and trying to say that the tradition is the biblical and then trying to pour that into people. Yeah. Be careful. Don't do that. That's, that's just say. your tradition. That's what I say. Dial that back. Yeah, that's why I say you always got to read stuff for yourself. This is a new generation. Facts. Because, mm-mm. Yeah, and I'll say, too, like, talking to my boys, and the, y'all guys know who y'all are. Uh, we had a conversation just probably, like, the other weekend. Yeah. And, you know, one of our boys was like, bro, I don't know how you do it. Like, he was like, you know, if I get in a relationship, I know myself. I can't go do that. Right. And I, think, and I say it's good because if me and you 
are pretty much the only people we know living together. Right. You know what I mean? But we're open about it. I think we help people draw their lines in their mind about what they can and can't handle. Yes. Versus them being like, well, I don't know nobody who do it, so I really don't know how to feel about it. Versus when you have somebody who's been in that situation who's done it, you can now use like their information or their wisdom mm-hmm. to kind of figure out, like, is this a good thing for me or not? Because like I said, one guy was like, yeah, bro, I can't do it. Another dude said, hey, bro, you know, I used to live with, you know, my ex or whatever, but, you know, if I do it again... I wouldn't do it again. Right. You know what I mean? He, so he knew he couldn't do it. He, he knew he couldn't do it right. or he knew it wasn't good for him. He felt like, or that's when things start sliding. You know what right. I mean? So I would say that it all depends on what you think is best for you as well as, like I said, with me and you doing right. our thing, I think we really help people draw that line in their mind like, hmm, what they're doing and they're open about it. And I think that's how we remain our witness too, though, mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, that question was asked so often too, how do you remain your witness? Yeah. Well, first and foremost... Um, if people are seeing us do it and saying like, wow, we commend you and stuff like that, we're letting them know it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. You just have to know yourself. Yep. Like, don't be trying to do things if you know you can't do it. Yep. That's like, I, and I always bring it up. If a drunk, per, you know, a drunk alcoholic, whatever you want to call them, they're going to rehab to mm-hmm. stop drinking alcohol and you you a friend of them and you taking them to the bar, that's wrong of you. Yeah. Because you waiting for them to stumble. You purposely doing that to them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, but even though you bring them to the bar, they have to know their own mind and decision to walk in that bar. Yeah. You didn't pick them up on your back and said, we're going to the bar. They could have said, no, I'm not going to a bar. Mm-hmm. It's a self-choice. And I'm tired of people trying to make it seem that I need to be accountable for somebody else's actions. You chose to do what you did. Yeah. You need to be... And, and, and your self, mom... Self-accountability yeah. is a big thing. And you know what parents say? If if Joe go... Or if your friend go jump a bridge, are you, you going to jump? You jump too? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the... Now, me, I ain't jumping because somebody got to be there to tell the story. But, you know, like, that's a that's a clear indication right there. Like, don't blame me for one of your actions. Yeah. Because you can choose whether you want to do like me and Janet are doing. Right. You can do what we're doing. But, like I said, we're giving you... Is it you good the, for you? Is it good for you? And, like, the steps we're giving, are you going to follow the steps? Right. You know what I mean? If, that, if these steps work for you, you might be able to do it your own separate way. And this is not a... Seven steps to be able to live. Yeah, with each yeah, other. yeah. No, 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 no. no, no like, no. is our experience. This is just our experience. Mm-hmm. Let that be known. Yep. Put that in the record book. This is just our experience, and you know what we lived, what we've lived by, and what's worked for Nay and Tay. Mm-hmm. It may not work for Bobby and Whitney. <laughs> it may not. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, you know that even the stumbling block phrase. I'm not just a stumbling block. Yeah. I'm just not. You're your stumbling block. I didn't you you know what's good for you and what's not good for you. Mm. You know if you feel convicted about doing something. Everybody has the spirit of conviction, like Any, the Holy Spirit within yeah. them. Yeah. Whether you believe in Christ or you don't, you have the good feeling telling you not to do, do something, something or, or to, to do, do something. something. Yeah. And if you don't listen to that, that's not my fault. That's yours. And if you don't want to call the Holy Spirit, you can call it... Uh, what would you be calling it? It's the your Holy gut Spirit. feeling. Right. Intuition. Your, your intuition. Yeah, a lot of people you know call I mean? it your intuition, your gut feeling. But, you know, us, you know, it's the Holy Spirit yeah. and is guiding us and letting us know like, hey, um, probably not something you should be doing. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where free will comes in. Like, yep. hey, I choose to listen to this because I know that this is good for me. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. I mean, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to try it. Mm -hmm. And then you get hurt. And then now you boo-hoo crying. Like, oh, but you knew. Yeah, you knew. But you knew. And most times people know before. Like, people like, you need to ask somebody a question about something. They be like, you know, no, I shouldn't do this. But they still going to go do it. No, for real. You just answered yourself. You know what I mean? So. And and we do a, a good job at that when we talk to our friends and stuff like that. We ask the questions. Like, mm-hmm. We ask them questions, and they answer their own questions. Yeah. All I'm doing is asking you in a different way of what you already asked yourself, and you're answering it. I'm not going to tell you what you should do, because I don't know what you should do. Mm-hmm. All I know is you need to listen to um, not your heart, because your heart's deceitful, but you need to listen to the conviction that you feel. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel okay, or do you feel bad? And if you feel like you should do something that's making you sick to your stomach, don't do it. Yeah. And I say this, and even if people are watching this and you are living with somebody and you don't feel good about it. Get bring, out. Get out, but also bring it up to your partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say the flip side. Communicate. Yeah, because me and Janae said that too. If we live together and something starts sliding like, hey, yeah, we're going to have to figure out a new deal. You know what I mean? And yep. I say also what we do too, like uh, what we used to do, a lot of people don't know this though. Even when we first moved in together, like me and Janae would like talk about like, hey, if we start to feel this way, like, I'm going to stay in this room, you, you go in, in that room. room. Yep. You know what I mean? Or it was in the beginning, again, a lot of people don't know this. In the beginning of our relationship of living with each other, you slept on the floor. I slept for many months. Yes. Like, like not one, not two. Because we just knew, mm-hmm. like, you know, we not there yet. Like, like we can't handle that. Yeah. And we wasn't trying to, we wasn't trying to play, play games mm-hmm. at this point. So... And then I know that there was rules like, you know, if we did slip, because there was slip. When yeah. I say slip up, no, we still haven't had sex. Nope. Please disclose that because people are going to be like, I thought y'all said no. Keep your ears open. When we would slip up as far as come close to the line of um, breaking the boundary and yep. stuff, it would be like, okay, three weeks. None of this, none of this, none of that. Like. Mm-hmm. Don't, there's no making out, there's no kissing, there's none of, you know what I'm saying? Like, no we did touching, have those. hugging, cuddling. Exactly. You sit on one side of the couch, I sit on this side no, of the couch. No, for real. Like, <laughs> and we had to make that. And yeah. it wasn't a challenge. No, it was a challenge. I would mm-hmm. say it was a challenge of having to go back to the draw board. But it wasn't too much of a challenge for us to handle because we knew that if I respect you and I respect myself, it's worth it. Facts. If I find... You know, you're worth me doing all this for. You're Thanks. worth me doing this because at the end of the day, when we go into our careers in a real world and we're married, I want to know that you're going to have that same self-control. Yeah. And I told Janae, I told Janae this all the time. I always tell her, hey, like she knows I'm going to be a pilot. Um, a lot of people know I fly planes or whatnot. But you're kind of already a pilot. Yeah, I am a pilot. But when I go into the real world, like fly front airlines, I'm going to be in this state, this state, this country, the next country. You got flight attendants, people on board airplanes, mm-hmm. airports, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just tell Janae, if I can control myself and not like allow talk my... Talk to them flight attendants. I ain't talking to them. Talk to them flight attendants. <laughs> well, like I was saying, but if I can control myself to resist you, or not even resist you, resist myself to resist you, mm, if that makes sense. That's deep, yeah. You know what I mean? Control myself around you, then I personally feel, and I truly believe this, that no matter who walks in front of me, no matter who tries to talk to me, I won't fall because 
how can I fall for somebody who I can't even see myself being with for the rest of my life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no. So I say for me personally, that's, that's it. What did your dad say as far as like, what did he say again? When he was like, when you asked him about how did he not cheat on your mama and stuff like that? Because, you know, a lot of people cheat, um, in their relationships, but what did he say? How does he look at, oh, he said that. Oh, uh, woman, uh-huh. and he was like, mm, She got yeah. something, she got STD, or yeah, something. she got so uh, she burned, and he needs that in his mind. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I honestly believe a lot of this stuff is mind games, it is, yeah, it's mindset, really, yeah. Because when you really make up your mind to go do something, you'll you... find any way to go do it, yeah, it don't matter what's in your way. If you ain't got the money, you'll find the money, you know, if you ain't got the time, you'll find, you'll the, time. find the time, you know, what I mean, okay. it just literally depends on like what you want to do, and I'll also say this, like. This is something that really got me. Um, and I say when people be like, you know, like, you guys can't live together without having sex, right? All right, you can say that. And I literally stand like this and I start to smile. I just smile, right? And I say, how many of y'all, or how many, if I'm talking to a person, all right, let me ask you this. When in your lifetime have you lived with somebody and then lost your virginity? Because nine out of ten times, I bet you, you done lost it, you know, before you even live with somebody, whether it's in a house was in your parents' house, where it's in somebody's And car. I don't even think it's just losing the virginity, though. Just having sex Okay, in yeah, general. yeah, just having sex in general. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the first time that most people have sex, you're not living with that person. No. You you went out, both of yeah. y'all found a time to meet up someplace, some way, somehow. Had dinner. You know what Then I mean? had to do a nightcap. Okay, somebody. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just saying, you like... hear me. Like, literally, like, so I tell people, like, it doesn't matter whether we live together or not. If me and Janae still want to have sex, even if we didn't live together... We're going to go do that. You know what I mean? And if we don't want to have sex, we're not going to go do that. And, you know, I'm big. Let me tell y'all something. God be so funny. I'm not trying to play with him, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I just truly believe the moment that we have sex, I'm finna become preggers. I'm not trying to have nobody's kid right now. I don't want to hear nobody call me mommy right now. Nah, like I have stuff that I got to do first. Now, when we get married, that's a different story. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm not, I personally want to break generational curses. And we both want it. We both want to. So, and I think that it starts with us not having sex before marriage because my mom had sex before marriage. My um, parents did too. I don't think my grandma did. Mm-hmm. I think she was really like a, um, I don't know. She's not here to be able to ask her, but yeah, she, I mean, she had one baby daddy and one one man for all her kids. That was her right or die. That was her husband, too. Yeah, that was her husband. Yeah, don't look at me because people think baby daddy, oh, she didn't get married now. Nah, oh, married. when I say baby daddy, like, yeah. my grandma was not, <laughs> please don't, please refrain yeah. from the disrespect. My grandma, that was her husband. You yeah. know, and I think that that's who her only man, as far as what she told us, you know, that was it. That was mm-hmm. all. It was him and only him. But I want to break generational curses because. That's both of us. I'm glad you said that. You know what's also, I'm glad you just said that because one thing I will say about my parents, even though my mom did not like it in the beginning, she was like, I, I'm going to pray for you guys and I pray that I'm going to be on your side that you guys, yes. that you guys like don't have sex or that you guys yes. like refrain from because she was like, I want y'all two to do it and I want y'all two to break generation curses. Miss D was on our side. Yeah, that's like, my mom, that is Ms. the D. ride or die because she was. When I tell y'all she was praying for us, mm-hmm. and still to this day yeah. prays for us. Like, that's how I know she was rocking with us from jump. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear nobody else say, well, I'll be praying, praying for, for y'all. You. It was mm-hmm. more like, mm. 
y'all stank. Like, why yeah. y'all living together? And we I'm can't be like, associated with you. Don't come around these parts. And I'm, I'm okay with it because yeah. I, I wasn't coming around them parts anyway. So, <laughs> it was no skin off my back, let me tell you. Yeah. But, yeah, it was definitely a distasteful. Um, mm-hmm. And it, to me, and I was understanding, like, okay, so this is why people go and leave the church? Mm-hmm. Like, this is why people restrain from Christ? It's not because of... Um, you know, them not thinking, you're not going to do that here. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can tell me that, but how are you telling me that? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily what you say, but how you say what you say that Facts. makes a difference in a person's life. So that was a big thing. And, you know, ain't nobody going to make me leave Jesus because at the end of the day, <laughs> then God, he saved me. Facts. Amen. Glory hands. <laughs> Glory hands. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I Also, I will just like to say, like, for like the shacking up portion of all this, I would say another big thing that plays into us not having sex is your dream. Because a yeah. lot of people do not know about that. A lot of people do not know. And yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you guys because um, January of 2020, mm-hmm. this I was going back home um, just to spend time with family. There was nothing really going on, was it? Nope. No. Yeah. That's Christmas break. So he was, he was dating somebody. Mm-hmm. I went back home in December for Christmas break. And then I was still out there in January. So he was dating someone at the time. And when he came to pick me up to take me to the airport, I was going to tell him don't have sex. But I was like, no, who am I to tell a man who's in a relationship not to have sex? Mind you, we're just friends. Mm-hmm. When we're in the car, I had the urge to tell him again, don't have sex. But I'm like, no, like I can't say that. Now the third time, and this is when God came down and tickled my feet because at this point, I'm just knowing I have to open my mouth and say something. I had a dream, and the dream consisted of um, two two visions, two viewpoints. It was me having sex with the person I was having sex with at the time, and I was miserable. It was There was no joy there. And then I can also see him. He was miserable, and there was no joy there either. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? And then it flipped, and it was like, Y'all were like, we're not having sex. We're not in those relationships. We're not entertaining those people. And like, we was mad chilling. Like we was joyful and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I know I don't want to be on that misery path. Mm. I know I want to be on the good path. I don't know him like that, but I don't know anybody who want to be miserable. Actually, I do know some people want to be miserable, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so I called him immediately that next morning and I was just like, hey, um, I don't know how you're going to take this, but uh don't have sex and he was like why like why and i told him the dream and he was like dang that's crazy Mm -hmm. i didn't know at the time he was already contemplating not being with his girlfriend at Mm -hmm. the time and that he was already wanting to be on that path of not having sex yeah so it was confirmation for you just as much as it was confirmation for me Mm -hmm. so when i tell y'all my god is funny a humor god he is yeah and i'll say too like when janae called me like, you know, obviously you're not expecting somebody to call you and be like, hey, I just had a dream about X, Y, Z. Don't have sex. You know, that's like, like a, huh? That's weird. You know what I mean? It's like kind of weird because you, yeah. you don't get a call like that every day. You yeah. know what I mean? But I would say like after I really sat there and listened to her, like literally, I was just like, okay. You know what I mean? And it was just like. It and just, I didn't know it if res- you going to listen. Yeah, it, it resonated with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, like if I make a promise to somebody, like I will keep it to the ends of the earth. Yeah. And I made a vow with God before I made a Fast. vow with him. I, yeah. I made it, and anytime I make a vow with God, like like I told you guys in the beginning, I am steadfast on that vow. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing or no one that's gonna, you know, wish me, wash me anyway. Mm-hmm. Have I thought? Had the thought of, 
or, you know, been tempted. Of course, you know, yeah. it's not a sin to be tempted. It's a sin when you fall to the temptation. Thanks, and I needed to learn the difference from that. Um, but I'm going to keep that vow because I don't want to be strike down. Facts. And I'll also say too, like, kind of like you said, not Mitch, that God's going to strike me down, but nah, but kind of like you yeah. said earlier too, is like, I was looking for, I'll say personally in my mind, you know, I wasn't strong enough to do it, but I was looking for somebody to, Babe, when you say my mind, you always tap your mind yeah. like this. Like <laughs> we know it's your head. No, but I would say, <laughs> I would say like in my mind, I was looking for somebody to uphold me on my promise. Because I feel like a lot of times, just in my life, like, it's always been one-sided. Mm-hmm. But I guess it felt good to know there's somebody out there trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do. And not only that, even though we wasn't together, we was just friends at the time. It was just like, man, that's really chill. Because, like, I wanted to do that in my past relationship, but it didn't work out that way. Because, yeah. like me and Janae said, you have to be on one accord. Yeah. You have to agree un- unanimously. It doesn't right. matter one person says something, but you don't agree. It's no good. It's no contract. Right. You know what I mean? So I would say it really felt good in my soul and it really resonated with me. It was like, man, I, I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. This is what I've been looking for. And this was before the spring break trip. Before this spring is, break. This, this is before we everything. barely even knew each other. Like yeah. this was the start of like. Kind of getting to know each other. Yeah. Honestly. Like truth like, be told. Oh, wow. Like, and I remember us having, I think the night, uh, the next couple nights, like we actually stayed up and had conversations with each other because mm-hmm. we were, it was like, dang, like. Let's talk about this a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. So, because I think it's crazy. Like, this is something also I I would like to give my chest is like, if you really feel something for somebody, not saying like feel something. Like, oh, I really love you. I really want to be with them. Like, if you feel something, like I need to let this person know this, whether it feels comfortable or uncomfortable, let them know. Let them know because I think I always think to myself like, man, if she didn't tell me, what would my life be like today? Facts. Where would me and you be at today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Our, like you said, you've seen our lives in two different separations. I didn't have that dream, so I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? I know where I was at in the moment, but I didn't know where I'd be going in the future. So I would definitely say, like, in terms of that, like, I would say that also built on us shacking up because I seen her work, or I seen God working through her and her, like, standing on God's word to come tell me. So I knew when it came back to decision making that she would stand on God's word and not waver for nobody. No, you yeah. You know what I mean? That was big for me. She too. might be hard headed in the first two times, but when the third time comes, yeah. oh, it's and, coming. Um, I don't you know, a lot of people don't know me, but the people who do know me and the folks that I do hang around, I'm as real as they come. Like I mm-hmm. not to toot my own horn. Toot, toot. Like I said, I do not like lying. It's a waste of my time, it's a waste of your time. And I'm not gonna sit up here and sugarcoat things with you. Because again, a waste of my time. Like my time say? is so precious. Who's gonna whoop you? Who's gonna whoop me? No, for <laughs> real. Because I already got the whoopings. I already got the beatings. I don't need no more. So why am I gonna sit up here and play with you? Because, you know, if the whoopings from God are worse than the whoopings from my mama, I'm gonna have to take a hard pass. You hear me? Facts. So I'm I'm always an honest person, whether we're friends or not. Mm-hmm. And that'll be another conversation for another day. But. If I'm saying if I'm saying like we cool people and stuff like that, I'm gonna let you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know about yourself. I'm gonna let you know like, hey, yo, that's probably not that's probably not the wisest thing that we should be doing right now. Thanks. And this is why I only want to surround myself with people who are gonna do the same for me. Like, mm-hmm. don't just be like, um, yeah, I'm just gonna let you do what you oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you just gonna let me walk over that bridge and yep. kill myself at this point? Yep. Like you're signing my death certificate. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's my choice, but you're signing my death certificate. Yep. It goes back to the thing of driving your friend who you know have an alcohol problem to right, the bar. To the bar. That goes right know? back to that. So you definitely got to hold yourself accountable 
and I, I believe you have to hold yourself accountable, but also get with people who will hold you accountable too. Because, mm-hmm. yep. you know, there's power in fellowship. Okay. And let me ask you this. Like in our shacking up season, who would you say is your biggest accountability partner? Ooh. Um, I got mine. Who was my biggest accountability Or who partner? is still now? Like was, is, now, like doesn't matter. Whoever comes to your mind. Honestly, like I was, I didn't want to disappoint your mama. Mm. that was my accountability partner. Like I didn't want to disappoint her and I didn't want to disappoint myself. Okay. Because like, I don't know, like me and your mom just clicked. Yeah. Like we, I could talk to her Yeah. and I would, didn't want to pick up the phone and be like, Hey, um, so you know what I'm saying? Like that would have been awkward. And I feel like I I wouldn't, she wouldn't have the same respect for me. Yep. So that was big. So mm-hmm. that, that, even though, and I feel like we could talk about anything with her, like yeah. talk about sex and stuff like that. We too. talked about everything. Yeah. Song, so literally she was definitely like my accountability mm-hmm. partner, whether she knew it or not, but mm-hmm. yeah, she was definitely that. And Jasmine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I spoke to Jasmine a lot of the times as far as like, you know, what we were, Hey, like girl, what do I do? Yeah. And she was just like, Mm-mm, find somewhere else. Yeah. And then on top of it, like I had Brianna's house to go over yep. to. So sometimes you we, go over for the weekend. Right. So if we ever got into a point where it was just like, ooh, this is a little bit much, I would go over and stay at her house. So mm-hmm. she would help me be accountable. So yep. yeah, those three people, definitely my accountability partners. Mm-hmm. I would say for me, I'll say probably my biggest accountability partner that I probably speak of, my boy Salah. Because okay, I would yeah. talk to him a lot just about, you know, different stuff and just hearing his opinion. I also would say like, my other big one was you because like you came to me on something I've been wanting. Mm-hmm. And if I make a promise to you, like what type of man could I say I am to somebody that at first I wasn't pursuing, but now I'm pursuing, like how can I give you my word as a friend, turn around to pursuing you and then go back on my word. Like what would that, how would that make you think about me for the rest of our life? I you know guess, what I mean? Yeah. I would have said bum. <laughs> but you know what I mean like it, it really it lose credit for everything I ever said to yeah. you or ever stood up for and I'd probably say third my third accountability partner I'd probably say my parents yeah. you know what I mean like when my mom was like you know I really pray you guys make it it was like dang, dang. like even yeah, if I like, want no support like even if my mama I'm gonna say not support but even if my mom feels a strong way about it like she would still give me her best in the spiritual correct to help me in the in the natural you know what I mean yeah yeah and I was like dang like all right, mom, I got you. I got you. Okay, yeah. I can do this. And I say, lastly, being competitive with my with my dad. Oh, competitiveness yes. with your dad. Yep. Oh my gosh. Because if he said he couldn't do it, and Guys. I can do it. Oh, I'm winning. Oh. Him and yeah. his dad, that competition that he has going on in his head. I don't even think your dad compete with you. I think you're just competing with him. I probably am, honestly. I'm convinced. But but I'll say, but I think it's, it's best for me to do it that way. Yeah. Because I know it works for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, just to wrap up the key points here, um, shacking up is not bad. Mm -hmm. But if it's not for you, then it's not for you. Mm -hmm. Let's change the term of shacking up Mm -hmm. to living with each other before marriage. I want to get to know you in that sexual sense when we're married Mm because I want to enjoy that. Like, I don't want to treat you like, how everybody else got done in the past. Because mm-hmm. I know me, like, if we would have had sex, I would have disconnected from Facts. you. No, that's me. That I was told my you. thing in the past. You. Like, if I had sex with you, there there was no... Um, Nothing further. And please, let me let me disclose of something. Um, I wasn't just out here. 
Mm-hmm. No. But if I did have sex with you, it was there was no going further. I didn't want nothing to do with you. In fact, like you didn't do nothing for me. Like you were just I was distancing myself, you know, like mm-hmm. it was just I needed to feel something for the moment and then you go about your business. I'll hit you up if maybe I need you again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want that to become a fest because you know, like I said, our relationship was very important to me. Yeah. And I'll say, too, for me, like, when people say, how do you keep your witness? My thing is, if I had sex with you, like, I couldn't. I told you, Nate, if I have sex with you, I can't marry you. I don't know why I feel that way, but it's just, that's just how I feel. Yeah. I know people are like, oh, my gosh, that's so cruel. But I'm being honest with her. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, I, I definitely say that, like, in, in terms of, like, the recap of the best things that I would say, like, to take from it is, you know, like you kind of said, what's good for you is good for you. If you know you can't do it, don't go do it. Two, I would say is have your accountability partners, you know, to keep your witness or whatever. And I'll say three, be on the same page. With your partner. With your partner. Unanimously. Yep. Four, pray on it. Yes. You know what I mean? Not manifest. That should be the first thing. You hear me? Prayer should be the first thing. Yeah, but you hear me? I did. I did. It's not manifestation. Pray on it. But that should be the first thing, definitely. Yeah. And this is not a step of like, do this, do this. This is just like the key points that Mm -hmm. we're bringing back up. And I'll say five is, you know, once, if you decide, yeah, know yourself and know what lines you can cross and what lines you can't cross. Yeah, exactly. And I'll say, other than that, like, if you, you know, you run through them things, not saying this is a guide, but saying this will work for us. Once we ran through these, this is how we made up our yes or no go. Right. You know what I mean? So. But we hope you guys feel blessed mm-hmm. and encouraged. Like we said, if you are living with somebody, um, we hope this helped you. Um, we do hope that you can move on about your life and feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. If you did experience some church hurt, as we did, yep. you know, we'll call yeah. it that. Mm-hmm. If you did experience some church hurt, don't let that discourage you from um, finding a new church yep. or still attending that church. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, your purpose of being in church is to um, reach people mm-hmm. and be Christ-like and then also get the word of God to fill yourself up. Right. But uh, we're going to go ahead and give you guys the word of the day. If comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, who who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And you know what they say in the church, bless the hearers and the doers of the word. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, for real, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We will see you guys back here next week for another episode mm-hmm. and another good topic of conversations that nobody wants to talk about. Thanks. But that need to be discussed. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Be safe. Be blessed. And have a good day.